This is Ty Fugulous in the Show and Tell podcast. <laughs> Hey, listen up. Yeah, we here and we locked in. Let's keep it going all the way to the top ten. We feel the thorough, so it's no other option. Fred and Ryan, just watch them. Let's take it to the max. It's the shell and tell. They come with all the facts. It's the shell and tell. Let's take it to the max. It's the shell and tell. They come with all the facts. It's the shell and tell. What's up, Turf fans? Fred, Ryan, Ahmed, back for another episode of the Shell and Tell podcast, special edition. We got a uh, special show today. We got a special guest, Ty Felton, joining us on today's show. Yeah, we're going to take a look at Spring Ball, get his opinion on the team and what's going on, and uh, look a little bit into a special award for an all-time great Turf. Yeah, and it should be a good time, obviously, uh, with Maryland Spring Ball starting up on Tuesday. You got 15 spring practices ahead of the April 30th. Uh, spring game, annuals, red and white game. So uh, definitely, definitely some some fun times ahead. This is when things start to ramp up. We start getting excited for Terps football. Like you said, media day on Tuesday, the game on 30th. Uh, we're working out the details where we're going to be. We're probably going to be attending Ben Page's old line tailgate in lot one by the soccer field. Potential potential for a live or maybe recorded show. We're still working out the details. A lot of things that got to happen before we can make that official, but uh, potential for that. So we're excited. Uh, and with this spring game guys going, coming up, there's always a lot of things to watch during this game, but, uh, you know, wide receiver core is obviously going to be one of those things to watch, right? There's a lot of question marks right now with a lot of guys with some injuries and, uh, our special guest today, Ty Felton's got a very, very good opportunity to take advantage of that time. Yeah, I think it'll be a really good opportunity for him. Like you said, you know, he got a chance to, uh, to dip and get his feet wet a little bit last fall. Um, and obviously with the Dante Demas, Deshaun Jones, Marcus Fleming out. And, uh, obviously you saw uh, the offseason transfers from, uh, you know, guys like Brian Cobbs, Nick DeGenero, Dino Tomlin. So, um, you definitely see a guy like Ty Felton, uh, one of the, the few healthy guys scholarship quarter or wide receivers that are healthy right now um so huge opportunity for him and uh i think with him getting that increased uh increased focus increased reps um he'll be able to just elevate the the level of talent in that deep wide receiver room that's gonna be also good to see that that young but talented tight end room grow and keep that going you know from being a team that didn't use the tight end at all to what we saw last year be good to see that progression um, at, the, at the spring game. Yeah, Chig made sure that he said that the tie, that tight end room is in a good spot. They, a lot of the young guys, Weston Wolf specifically he mentioned, uh, taking that next step. So I'm definitely excited to see the tight end group for sure. Well, without further ado, man, let's bring our special guest on this week, Terps wide receiver, Ty Felt. All right, joining us now, Terp sophomore wide receiver Ty Felton. Ty, appreciate you taking the time to join us today, man. Yeah, anytime. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Before we move on to this year, man, we got to talk a little bit about last year. Your freshman year ended in great success. You know, a lot of freshmen don't see the field much. You had a chance to get a little bit of taste of some action. How was your bowl trip experience and all of that last year? The bowl trip was great. I mean, it was great just being in the atmosphere, getting to a bowl game, because we haven't been to a bowl game in a few years. So it was just great just being able to get there and just change the culture like uh, Coach Locke wants to do. 
And Ty, um, you know, we, we saw an interview of yours with the uh, Worldwide Sports Network, and you'd mentioned the, uh, the Penn State game being the biggest game that you were excited about and followed that up with career highlights and receptions and yardage, as well as the longest reception. Um, does this matchup remain the, the your most highlighted matchup, or uh, has a trip through the Big Ten uh, kind of changed that outlook for you? I mean, definitely seeing Penn State on the schedule definitely gets my nerves up, gets excitement, but at the end of the day, you just want to treat every game the same, and uh, you want to win every game and get as far as you can, get to the college football play, get to the national championship. So, in the days, want to treat every game as you as you go on uh, throughout the season. Our very first interview on Show and Tell was with uh, Dino Tomlin as a freshman before he ever even got to practice, much less on the field. And he <laughs> mentioned how that first catch would be a big deal. That was what he was looking forward to. You kind of got that out of the way. How did that first grab feel? Was it just football as usual, or was, or was it a bigger moment than that? It was definitely okay. It was definitely exciting. When Leah threw me the ball, I seen the ball come. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get the ball finally. It was definitely <laughs> exciting. But after I caught it, it was just like back to football, like high school, catching the ball and just running, trying to get as many yards as I can, trying to get six. So, yeah, it was definitely exciting. A little – kind of nervous a little bit, but it was definitely exciting. You mentioned high school, man. I saw this stat line. It's in your bio there. It's pretty insane. 50 receptions for 1,050 yards as a sophomore. It's over 21 yards of reception. You had 13 touchdowns, meaning that 26% of the time you couldn't run any further because the goal <laughs> line stopped you. That's How do we get those kind of numbers here, man? <laughs> yeah, you're just putting in work and trying to get back in the group of things. That's it. Just putting in work, grinding, making sure I'm getting in with the quarterback, getting in the film room, and just having faith that so I can put my abilities on the field. That's it. We'll, we'll take the whole wide receiver room getting those kind of numbers. Let's right, go. right. <laughs> sure. Well, this spring, you're going to have a good opportunity, man. The uh, receiver room is going to be a little bit limited, and you got Marcus Fleming, Dante Demas, Deshaun Jones, all sideline. Uh, but it's a big opportunity for you, especially as one of the few underclassmen wide receivers. What do you hope to improve on to show off with this new expanded role? Definitely my speed and my yak. Uh, just showing being able to showcase my speed that when I catch the ball, I can get up out of there and just making people miss and just uh, showing everybody, trying to get the world to know my name and just being able to – help other receivers around me elevate and uh, hopefully they'll help me elevate my game just learning stuff from them teaching them things so anything that can get the receiver room better for us uh, for the season so yeah now you mentioned the speed one of the things that I've been a big advocate for you is I'd like to see you in the return game is that something that you you look forward to doing or is that something that you want to expand on this year yeah for sure for me it's kind of like wherever the coaches put me I'm just gonna do it I, I was at Gunner running down at Gunner Right. So Gunner's cool, and then I was definitely last year bowl practices. I was back there on kick return a little bit, power return a little bit. But wherever the coaches need me, I'm just go out there and do what I got to do and run as fast as I can. <laughs> I like it. You mentioned helping out the other receivers in the room after dealing with your own ACL tear, interrupting your high school career. Have you been able to give any suggestion or share any experience with those upperclassmen that are currently on the mend? Yeah, for sure. Just talk to them about it because I feel like ACL is more of a mental thing. Trying to figure out if you still got it or not when you tear it, but definitely just helping them stay in the year, stay in their air, and then all the receivers together we come through and we just talk to them and help them go through their situation they're going through. But uh, they're going to come back stronger. I know that for a fact because they've been putting in work, and I can I, I can kind of see glimpses of them when I tore my ACL. I can see what how they move and stuff they do. But yeah, definitely. Well, I think uh, I think Demas will be all right. I mean, what thirty seconds after getting off the turf, he's yelling, "I'm coming back!" He knew he still had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll definitely be back. He'll be back yeah. and better. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and and Ty, you know, looking back, you know, you were one of the first commits in that uh, 2021 class, I believe it was a second. Um, and when you kind of look back, the, back back then on, you know, what the uh, what the vision that Loxley and uh, and, the, and the staff told you um, and you look at now, you know, you wrapped up freshman year, you got to a bowl game. Um, what was it that had you so sold? And I guess has everything kind of lived up to your expectations so far? Definitely just his vision he had. And the vision he had is actually coming in and true because he won the bowl game first year. And it's him and his vision, and he kind of sold my parents on the vision as well. Just the way, how detailed his vision was, what he wanted to do, how he wanted to do it, what, just like, stuff like that. So, yeah, but definitely his vision and uh, his commitment to the football team, the Terps and the commitment to everybody. And the big thing about Coach Locks where he makes everything family. So everybody to my right and left is going to be my brother and it's stuff like that. So, yeah. All right, you mentioned the vision, right? So Terps brought in a, a seasoned vet to the coaching staff, Gunnar Brewer, a guy that's been around for a long time. He's worked with a lot of talented receivers over the year. I know it hasn't been long, but what, it's been, what has it been like for the first couple of months working under Coach Brewer? Man, Coach Brewer, he's like, a, he's like an OG to me. He's taught me a lot already. He's a very hype guy. Nobody would know, but he's very he's very hype. He, uh, he wants to help you get better, and. He's a OG's been in the game for a long time. He's got Randy Boss and stuff like right. that. Tutu Atwell, guys in the link. So, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely a guy that I look up to him. He's only been here for a short time, but I definitely look up to him. And you can tell in the receiver room, he's being close to everybody. So, yeah, he's a great guy, and I'm, I look forward to playing for him in the season to come. That's awesome. This is a first year in a long time. Maryland returns the beef. All the starting offensive line unit coming back together. How big do you think that consistency up front will be for the offense? I think I think it's gonna be good that the whole starting offense line cover because they got they got another year out of their belt, more experience. The more experience you get, the more you know how the game goes, the more you know how to play and stuff like that. But them coming back is really gonna help. It's really gonna help us take off. And and kind of for you, Ty, you know, you're going into uh, obviously year two for you, but this is going to be year three for Leah, and obviously for him coming off that historic season uh, where he sits first in program uh, program history and. Pretty much everything. Season. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> seemingly every single season uh, record, you know, Talia owns. And, you know, obviously that's a big piece coming back, especially with that being your quarterback. Um, where have you kind of seen him take those steps, you know, off the field, whether through workouts or, um, you know, how, how have you seen kind of his leadership grow into into year three? I feel like ever since that earlier enrolled, I think it was beginning of 2021 or 2021 of those years, I just seen Leah, the quarterbacks are supposed to be the leader of the team. They're supposed to take care of everybody. Leah is a he does all that. He watches, he stays at the practice, watches extra film, makes sure everybody good. He helps everybody, makes sure everybody knows the playbook. So just seeing him be able to take that leader role and really take it to another level is, is great. It's really different. And it's also it's also showing on the field because winning games, going to the bowl games, stuff like that. So watching him grow is definitely helping the whole team grow. That's good to hear. Well, it's, it's almost draft day, and you just saw two of your teammates absolutely slay the combine, right? My, my question <laughs> yeah. to you with this is, do you guys prepare like with combine training all year long in the offseason, or is that something that's kind of more of a, a late push to train technique right before the, you get prepared for the, the combine? I feel like it's a little bit of both because through offseason, even sometimes through the season, we do like speed training workouts that can help with speed and stuff like that. Gotcha. Stuff that translates to on-the-field stuff and stuff that translates to combine stuff. So we do do a lot of stuff throughout the summer and times like this during the offseason that translates to combine training a lot of drills and stuff like that so yeah i think it does uh, convert over to the combine so yeah i mean it seems to be a trend you guys are always well prepared for that combine and always tear it up so it's a good thing for sure yeah for sure 
All right, well, speaking of combines, speaking of NFL draft, I'm going to give you the floor right here, Ty. If you had to sell the NFL teams to take a chance on your Terp brothers, what would the sales pitch be? <laughs> Speed is king. You can't hit something, you can't catch it, you can't, you can't run away from somebody that you can't run away from you're not fast enough. So if you want some speed on your team, you might as well pick up Tigger next. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And they do, man. Those, those guys, hey, we all expected them to run well, but the numbers they put up at the combine were absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, uh, for sure. Definitely. We're looking forward to it, man. We're going to be down there in our happy section, section seven for the uh, spring game. And we'll put you on the spot here, man. Give me a player to watch. Tell me a behind the scenes guy, a non starter guy that's been making big gains and could be a productive player come this fall. Uh, I would definitely say. We call him Steve Stein, but you guys probably know him. It's Corey Coley's that guy. He's a grind guy. He's in the film room. Me and him always going at it, releases, whatever. But I'll say that's a guy you guys got to watch out for. That's like a big season and a big career at College Park. For that's sure. awesome. Perfect. That's awesome, awesome man. Todd. Appreciate you taking some time with us, man. For sure. Yes, sir, for sure. Appreciate y'all. All right, Ty. Good luck to everything this season, man. Yeah, thank you. You all too. Big, big thank you to Ty Felton for taking the time to join us today. Man, that kid, well-spoken, uh, just a great interview overall. Yeah, it's always good to get a hold of one of these players, get their opinion, the inside looks. We know how busy they are. They know how much they got going on with school, with training, with everything else they got going on in their life. So anytime that we get a couple minutes of one of these players' time, we're very appreciative. Yeah, and uh, like I said, you know, I think he's a guy that uh, has a, a real big opportunity to kind of step up this spring. So seems like he's got a great head on his shoulders and uh, definitely be able to kind of capitalize. Yeah, best wishes to Ty and that wide receiver core and the entire Terps team this coming year. Uh, before we sign out today, man, we, there is a, a special awards dinner coming up, Ryan. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of uh well, Terp-related names, at least, that are going to be up for awards. <laughs> yeah, so there's uh, the D.C. Touchdown Club. Uh, it's a booster event. They're also involved with the uh, Military Bowl and a couple other things around town. Um, they're having their 3M Award Dinner. They are recognizing Ralph Friedgen with the Lifetime Achievement Award. That's awesome. Um, very well, you know, deserved. Huge uh, things he's did, done for the Maryland Terrapins. It's been really good to see the last couple years that he's been back involved with the program back coming by the stadium it sucks how it ended i was sitting there you know with tears in my eyes at the at at the military bowl down there that they represented as his last game as they beat uh eastern carolina university so the ending was gross and i don't blame him at all for being mad at the terps for many years but i'm glad we are trying to heal those wounds and bring back one of the great terps and i'm glad others are also recognizing his greatness yeah, def definitely uh, deserving honor. Uh, more to recognition for him. Uh, you can buy tickets online. It's uh, in Thursday, April twenty first, out in Bethesda. Um, and definitely, like we said, you know, just uh, Freegan, you know, did, did did so much for this program. So definitely, um, you've seen Loxley uh, a lot more uh, open and and you know embracing Freegan, what he's done for the program. But definitely, just good to see him continue to get that that praise uh, that he deserves. Yeah, hundred percent agreed. It's it's good to see him back involved with the program. It's a guy that uh, we owe a lot to to putting Maryland back on the map as far as competitive football goes. Uh, another name related to the Maryland program, guy that uh, I wish would have worn a Terps uniform. It his was brother. Close. His brother did, well-known. Trayvon Diggs, uh, also going to be recognized, apparently, as the D.C. Lo the local pro athlete of the year. Yeah, really cool. I saw those two names on there. And I definitely looked into it. Uh, $500 a plate's a little rich for my shell and tell blood, but uh, <laughs> I, I will, I'm very interested. I'm very happy for him. Uh, expect to see see uh, Stefan down there with his Terps ties and his brother being recognized, you know, having a good old time uh, at that dinner.
Yeah, that should should be kind of interesting. Uh, it's uh, definitely definitely uh, very interesting to see Trayvon uh, kind of rise up. I definitely remember watching him at Avalon. So it's yeah. uh, it feels weird seeing him just shine in the NFL now. Right. Those two guys are the life of the party no matter where they go. So if you're paying that $500 a ticket to get in there, I'm sure you're going to be entertained by the Diggs family. <laughs> be a lot of that fun. That is for sure. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts. You can follow the show at Shell and Tell Pod. Make sure you're following Inside Black and Gold. Uh, you can follow me at Fred BLBS. Follow Ryan at Terps B. Espert. Follow Ahmed at Kafir the Turtle and make sure, like I said, you're following that inside black and gold. So you're not missing out on all the latest and greatest, uh, especially with all the up and coming recruiting information and news. Uh, spring practice officially kicks off on Tuesday. Uh, practice number one set for 4 p.m. We'll have media day uh, that day as well. Um, you can check out all your coverage over at Inside the Black and Gold. Uh, insight from freshman safety, Gavin Gibson. Uh, you can check out Inside the Bag as well for all your latest recruiting news. Um, we'll be on campus for all 15 practices ahead of the April 30th spring game. Uh, Ryan, sign us off. Hey, what's that time of year? News is a little slow. There's still a lot going on around here. It's good to not hear anything when all we're doing is practicing, right? We don't hear, hear any news around here. The spring game's coming up. Go check out Inside the Bag with him and the Young's Terps, guys. It's a, it's, it's a good stuff. Another Terp show for me to keep my interest in. Uh, until next time, guys, let's get down to that, that spring game. Here's the wishing. All is well under the show.